One of our former uh, co-workers, Matt Falk, mm-hmm. now full-time comedian, making people laugh for a living. And Matt, I love this. Thanks for joining us this morning. I'm so happy to be here. I like how you worded that. One of our former employees and our co-workers, and now he makes people laugh for a living. Because I remember you didn't make anybody laugh when you worked here. No, Gosh. I remember that very clearly, too. Yeah. I remember when <laughs> I worked at Mick. I was very serious. That was a different phase of my life that I was going through. I never cracked anybody up. It was all very, I like talking about like, you know, the Cold War and all that stuff. That was my, was my favorite stuff. I have memories of the very first Taste of Summer Charity Barbecue. You were working for us back then. And by the way, we're still doing Taste of Summer Charity Barbecue. And I remember you and I dancing in the streets just for fun. What? <laughs> Do you remember that? We, di- we danced. Was there, was there an audience or Pe- why yeah. were you dancing in the streets? You and I were, were 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 dancing, and there was, I think, a guy on a unicycle, and people right. were just videoing it going, wow, these people are on the job. This is what they do for a living. Well, I think it's weird when you meet somebody who has that kind of same uh, juvenile way of life that you do. Thank you. And then horrible things just happen. You know yeah, what I mean? Do. Like, when I meet, I, and I mean this as a compliment, but I never thought I would meet anyone as immature as you. Well... I'm going to you know? take that as a compliment. <laughs> My immaturity okay, is a badge of honor. Good, exactly. Yeah. And I thought I was the only one, you know? It's like when, <laughs> I'm assuming like what like a, a, a forest elf feels like when they meet another forest elf. They're like, there's more of us? So then we just kind of, we dance in the street. And there's a, that's what happens. That's what happens. Well, Matt, I remember the first show that I saw, the first Matt Folk show. Um, okay. When you still had uh, pimples and um, a Justin Bieber haircut before Justin Bieber was yeah. a thing, and yeah. you were doing more magic than comedy, and and mm-hmm. I just remember even back then, like just seeing this guy and going, he he thinks he knows what he wants to do, he just hasn't a hundred percent found it yet, and mm. you've and you've found it, like you know, like the you 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 still do a bit of magic just for fun but it's more for the laugh and you know that comedy is where you live and you've found that and you're doing it for a living and i'm so proud of you well that's so sweet of you to say and that's so interesting that you're talking about that because i'm i'm literally right now surrounded by all of my old magic because i'm doing i'm doing a show on the 20th with two other magicians uh and i'm doing only stand-up comedy but in the promos i've been doing all my old magic so i'm i've been reminded of those days a lot Lately. Yeah, I saw the video where you got your arm stuck in that uh, contraption where it's supposed to look like you <laughs> chopped your arm off. And yes, then, that's right. Yeah, I saw that video. That was entertaining. And there's, there's more of those videos coming. So, <laughs> Well, I am definitely buying tickets to this show, and we're going to talk more about the show in just a minute. Uh, but just oh, very quickly, you, for, for those who, who can't stick around for the whole show, by the way, I'm going to be putting this all on our podcast. So if you miss any of this conversation, if you got to get Ooh. going, uh, I'll make sure it's all on the podcast. But um, quick plug for the show uh, that's happening on the 20th. Yeah, it's on December 20th. It's at 8 p.m. Central, and it's like a live online stand-up comedy and magic show. It's with me, Chris Funk, and Matt Gore. They're two world-renowned magicians, and uh, it's $15, and that's for your whole house, and you can get the private link and watch it. It's going to be a really, really fun night. Well, I'm definitely going to be watching that in my house, ready for some laughs and some amazement. Um, Coming back with Matt Falk in just a moment, I want to talk about how does a comedian be a comedian without an audience? Uh, oh, that's boy. Coming up in a minute on Mix. 
Nothing says Christmas like the Backstreet Boys. Am I right? Move over, Boney I've M. I've always said that. I've always <laughs> said that. I have a pillow with that embroidered on it. Christmas time at the Backstreet Boys. And I, I, I'm not, I don't even think you're kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I got, I got it on Etsy. It was twenty nine ninety nine. It was the best decision I ever made. Now I want a picture of it. Uh, it's 748. <laughs> oh, no, I have to make one now. <laughs> It's 7.48, it's minus 15, Winchell minus 20, and we are headed to minus 10. And uh, if you're just tuning in, we're, we're chatting with Matt Falk. And even if you've been listening for a while, we're still chatting with Matt Falk, a comedian who has uh, uh, just made people laugh for so many years and got paid for it, which is, which is really good. Um, it's different than your uncle at the family gathering. Like, he gets paid to be funny. He's a professional. Don't try this at home. Um, Matt, now you have been doing comedy for years and you've just done us so proud as a community. We, we're so proud that you're ours and, and we, oh, we wow. claim you and, uh, we're very proud of that. How has it been now in 2020 with all these restrictions, being a comedian who needs an audience to make a living and there's, there's no audience right now. What have you been doing? How have you been staying sane? It's been fine. Okay. Um, We're going to go to commercial. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm on Oprah all of a sudden. Uh, can I have a tissue? I uh, no. If how have I been keeping sane? We got a hamster. Okay, does that nice. answer your question, Corny? Nice. <laughs> uh, what do you want me to say? We we put we make little mazes with mega blocks. That's how we pass the day. All right. There's not much else to do. No, it's been it's been so interesting, and you know this too as a performer. That, yeah, without an audience, this thing doesn't work. So as soon as the world shut down, we had to drastically figure out a new way to do it. We've been transitioning to online. That's, that's been the biggest thing. So we've been doing these, you know, online Zoom shows. I've been doing pre-recorded shows. I did, I did a, uh, a, a, how long was that? I think it was almost 60 minutes. Pre-recorded show with no audience, just me recording it in my studio in the basement. Okay, how how weird is that? I wanna I wanna I wanna know how weird that is to not hear the audience because your whole point, your whole reason yeah. for getting paid is that sound that comes out of people's mouths when they uncontrollably exactly. lose themselves. Yeah. How is it Honestly, doing comedy without that? I mean, I'm a little I'm a little experienced at this, doing stand up comedy with no response from the audience. That was like the first five <laughs> years of my career. Okay. So I I know what I'm doing. I'm I'm able to tell jokes when the audience is just staring at me. Uh, but it, I'll tell you, the longer the show goes, the harder it is because with a pre-recorded thing, it's I just have to pretend. I have to like I literally like like make a fake audience in my mind. I pretend that I'm talking to them and I pretend on their responses. And I'll pause. I'll pause for laughs that aren't there. It's the weirdest experience. And you need every ounce of creativity in your body to push you through it. Because like you said, it's that laugh that keeps you going. I've done live shows where the audience isn't as responsive as I want them to be. And I'm losing energy by the end of the show. And so now yeah. it's, it's even, even crazier. But when I do it on Zoom, because of the audio issues, uh, everyone has to be muted. But I can still see their faces. So I'm looking for like really big exaggerated laughs. Like, you know, in the 90s TV shows when they throw their head back when they laugh. I'm looking for that. And that's all I have to go off of until, or someone will type in the chat, this is great. And then I know, okay, at least that person's enjoying it in square number 13. It's, <laughs> it's so bizarre, Corny. So as you're imagining laughter, are you also imagining hecklers? Like, is your imaginary audience heckling you? 
in your show? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a very insecure person. So half of my imaginary audience hates me. Uh, uh, I owe three people in my imaginary audience money. So that's always really tension. Keeps you humble. You know? Yeah. They're just staring at me. They're doing the little finger thing with their eyes. And then to my eyes, I'm watching you, you know, and I'm like, oh, boy, what are you going to do after the show? So it gets pretty distracted up there in my imaginary audience. Well, Matt, um, are, are you able to hang on for a few minutes? Like, I know we were just going to go till about now, but are you in a rush to go anywhere? I, I would love to stay on for a little while. Okay, corner. awesome. With you? We're going to hear more from Matt Falk in just a few minutes. Um, he's got a show with uh, Chris Funk. And who's the other performer? His name is Matt Gore. He's another internationally renowned magician. And I say internationally, and that's true. Okay, and Matt. we're yeah, doing the show together on the 20th online, and it's 15 bucks a household. Yeah, we're going to be putting that link up on the Mix blog on Standback Online. More with Ooh. Matt Falk in just a minute. But coming up in your news, uh, there is a contract with one word that saved a business from going under. That story and more coming up in your news at 8 o'clock. It's the Mix Morning Show. It's the Mix Morning Show. And we are joined on the Mix Morning Show by comedian Matt Falk. And Matt, um, you have been at home, um, yeah. like like the rest of the world. And uh, you've got a big show coming up. We're going to talk about that again in just a moment. Uh, but family life. I mean, you've got a beautiful wife who helps you write. And she's, yes, I do. dare I say, funnier than you. Can I say that? 100% funnier than me. She's funnier and smarter. She's more beautiful than I am. I get it, okay? What do you want me to say? I'm not going to disagree with any of those things. And then you've got a beautiful son. Um, yes. And does he get Christmas? Like, does this make sense to him? He's getting it now. He just turned four, and now he's, like, piecing it all together. Like, he had bits before, but now he's like, wait a second. So there's going to be presents on Christmas. And he knows that, like, his all the movies, that it snows on Christmas. So, like, yesterday, when it started snowing, he looked at the window and he said, oh, it's Christmas. Oh, my heart. So, then, so now he's, he's like, so it's presents. And we have this advent calendar that's counting down. So he gets chocolates every day. He loves that. But it's really, it's all about the presents. And now, as we've been dropping off, like, stuff at people's doors for their Christmases, to have these socially distanced Christmases, he's been like, and can I open up my present? And it's like, no, not yet. You got to keep waiting. It's hard to tell a kid, like, you got to wait another 10 days, whatever it is. I don't yeah. even know what date it is. <laughs> it's 10 days today. Yep. So the and magic of Christmas, when, you're, when your child is that age and they start yeah. to get the magic of Christmas, you kind of live it vicariously through them. The, magics oh my of Chris, the magic of Christmas is brought back into your family with a little kid. Honestly, because before before uh, my my beautiful son, it was just like it starts to Christmas starts to kind of like you, it has different meaning, but you kind of like stop getting excited for like the the presents and all this kind of stuff because you're a grown adult, yeah. and then all of a sudden now I'm just like I want to get like six more credit cards. I want to buy out <laughs> every single toy store in the vicinity because I just want to keep watching that little expression on his face. But I guess that's how you get. Uh, you know, you turn your kid into one of the kids from the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You don't want to do that. So you have to have balance, right? But. Well, I'm going to call one of my friends to uh, give you a call with some financial advice about those credit cards. Um, but uh, <laughs> what, we is have... seven too many? What, what do you mean? <laughs> my friend will talk to you. He'll explain everything. Uh, uh, now, let's quickly the, plug this great show. I am definitely buying my tickets. Um, Matt Falk, Chris Funk, Matt Gore. Quickly, tell us about this show coming up on the 20th. 
yeah, it's going to be like a big concert, but totally safe. It's online. We're all socially distanced in different parts of Canada in our own homes. It's myself and two internationally renowned magicians. It's going to be stand-up comedy, amazing magic that's going to blow your mind. It's only $15 per house. Uh, you get a private link. You can watch it at home uh, and uh, live, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Is December there a dress 20th, code? 8 p.m. There is there is no dress code okay. uh, because we can't we won't be able to see your camera. So wear whatever you want. Good, good, awesome. We will put that link up on the uh, mix blog on standbackonline.com. Matt Falk, I miss you, buddy. Thanks for joining us on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking with you, Corny. It's the mix morning show. It's the mix morning show. What an amazing chat with comedian Matt Falk. There was a part of the conversation that happened off the air that I thought you might enjoy. Here's a little bonus for you. It's the next morning show. I have people searching, like Googling me when I'm going to perform somewhere, and they're looking for an intro, and they will quote stuff off of the Daily Bonnet of, oh my of me starting to be a Menno Simons impersonator, um, oh that I am the first Elvis to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, and they oh, will quote word. this on stage. I'm like, no, 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 no. I should have sent them an intro. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's on them at that point. If they're not oh, going yeah. to do research enough to realize that. Uh, <laughs> that literally <laughs> happened. And that, yeah, and that they, they don't look at the, the header. That's the Daily Bonnet. Yeah. Oh, my word. No one believed my Daily Bonnet story because it was that uh, that Mennonite joke raked in $3 billion box office. <laughs> okay, they read that one. Okay, clearly that's... I, I, I had one person who said, uh, I've read that thing, about, um, that's not true, is it? And I said, if it was true, I would be having my groceries flown in. Yes. Private jet. Each one from their country of origin. <laughs> all right. Hey, I could go all day, but I do have to go. So take You're care, my friend. Morning. I love you, brother. Have love a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's the next morning show.